It has become our annual tradition to honor our mothers on this day from, by hearing from one of our members who reflects on what it means to be a mom. And so I invite Nancy Kurth forward, who is our speaker this year. Um, we also, come on up, Nancy. We also, um, uh, Diaconate makes an offering on behalf and in honor of Nancy this year, and she chose Pillars to be the recipient of that grant. So thank you and welcome, Nancy. Good morning. Um, my name is Nancy Kurth, and I've been a First Congo member now for four years. Um, motherhood is what brought me to this church, uh, for which I will be eternally grateful. When I first became a mom, I remember waking up each morning feeling like it was Christmas. I was so excited to go and see my firstborn son, Sean, in his crib each day. I embraced motherhood wholeheartedly and was all in. I quit my teaching job to be a stay-at-home mom. I was going to make sure I was there for my children 100%. I was room mom every year, PTA president twice. I was the mom who choreographed the talent shows and made homemade Halloween costumes. Yeah, I was that mom. I was also a warrior, or as Pastor Catherine calls it, a hand wringer. I was going to make sure to protect my two children, Sean and Allison, every step of the way. There wasn't a problem they could throw my way that I couldn't fix until I couldn't. I actually remember talking to my kids as early as preteens about how there is depression and anxiety and alcoholism that runs very deeply on both sides of our family. I explained that these things can be hereditary and it was something that they would be need, to, need to be cognizant of. So I checked that one off my worry list. Yeah, not so much. When my son spiraled out of control with depression and alcoholism, at the age of 18, I fell apart. I was brought down to my knees, and I had no choice but to turn to my faith. I finally let go and stopped trying to fix what wasn't mine to fix. When I stopped obsessing about him and started focusing on myself, I found the answers I needed. I found my prayer changing from pleading for my son's recovery to start seeing the thing... All right, I'm sorry. I, um, from pleading for my son's recovery to asking for strength for whatever lies ahead. I was able to clear my head enough to start seeing that God was putting things in my path to help start living again. Pastor Rich was in my spin class, where we got to know each other. He said his door was always open. I took him up on that many times, and I still do today. I met Catherine at the park, and we hit it off instantly. I went to my first service here, and Meredith's sermon was about depression, and it was extremely relatable to me. Rich's wife, Claire, helped me through my ordeal with breast cancer. So here we are now. My son has been in treatment six or seven times. There has been much progress, but it still remains a struggle. My husband and I have full custody of our three grandchildren, ages seven, four, and three. I've heard it said, do you want to see God's sense of humor? Make plans. This was not what we would have planned at 53 years of age but we are embracing our journey. Parenting the second time around allows for a completely different perspective, for which I'm grateful. We don't sweat the small stuff because we actually know what the small stuff is second time around. For example, we don't worry that the kids only have four or five foods in their repertoire because we know that will change. I let them jump in puddles and play in the mud. I let them pick Halloween costumes from our dress-up box. 
I don't feel the need to put them in every activity in hopes of finding that sport that will provide them their scholarship. It's more important that they become in activities to form long-lasting friendships. The Sportsmanship Award beats out the MVP any day in my eyes. I will let the kids feel consequences of their actions instead of protecting them. I won't jump too quickly to rescue them from forgotten homework, lunches, gym uniforms, and such. Most importantly, the second time around, I'm not going to do it alone. I'm going to go with the saying that it takes a village, and this is my village. I can't say enough good things about our church, preschool, and Sunday school, all who are helping to guide these little minds and souls. A shout out to Erica Aletto, who, is, who, shared her, who has been sharing her child caregiver with me. Miss Vicki is a gift sent straight from heaven. <laughs> oh, and youth minister uh, Mike Tilden, I don't know if you're here right now, but heads up, I may be putting you on speed dial when it comes around to those teen years again. Um, yeah, I'm, not, I'm a little apprehensive about that. <laughs> um, I was on a walk with my son a few weeks ago, and I said, I know there is a lot of guilt and shame related with your disease, but I have to tell you, I am a much stronger person and a better version of myself because of your journey. If things were different, I may not have found all of my Al-Anon and Alatine family, my amazing church, preschool, Sunday school, and my beloved moms in faith. I have an incredible bond with my daughter Allie because we have lifted each other up in very dark times, and we just get each other. My husband Bob and I have had the bonds of our marriage tested time and time again, and the bonds have not been broken. This church has brought us closer together. Our extended family has been there every step of the way to help with the kids and just being incredible role models. I have heard of life being compared to a tapestry. If I would have had complete control of my tapestry, it would have had clean, straight lines with muted colors and lots of symmetry. My true tapestry, along with the guidance from God, has intricacies and details, bold colors and complexity. Close up, it looks like a mess. But when I stand back and look at it all, I realize it is more beautiful than anything I could have ever imagined. Last Sunday, Bob, the kids, and I walked the labyrinth in Plymouth Hall, and I reflected how Bob and I raised our children, Sean and Allison, the same way, and they took completely different paths. Upon entering the labyrinth, I went first with the three little ones following behind. I found myself tempted to force them to follow in my exact path, and then I thought, I'll let them take their own path. I chuckled to myself, thinking, we all hope for our children to take the road less traveled, but ultimately, we are only a guide. The journey is up to them, and we are merely along for the ride. Thank you, and happy Mother's Day.